Hey guys, many of you know that years ago I uh, possessed a very strong character to really judge and attack people that didn't believe like I did, specifically the Mormons, because I was one and I went after their doctrine and, and a lot of different stuff. And that's something that we are prone to do in our life as Christians, you know, to look around at people who don't do what we do and kind of attack. Because I was LDS, I would deem Mormonism wrong in part because the founder of Mormonism and that, the guy who followed him uh, primarily, Joseph Smith and then Brigham Young, in a number of ways had some real sketchy things going on in their personal life. So I use that. Look at that. He did this. He did that. They did this. They did that. Therefore, I would say everything they taught is suspect, right? And that's a common way that we do things. I would also look at the moral integrity of other religious leaders and consider their teachings better because they didn't have any skeletons in their closet. So what I was doing is I was basing the person and what they taught off their moral character. If they lacked moral character, if they had defects, I would say the things they taught were wrong. And if they didn't have any skeletons or defects, I would say or suppose judge what they taught as better. Now we do that because that's what Jesus was. He was a perfect example in terms of love and life. And so we see him that way. And so we judge his teachings the same. However, teachers of the word and people who preach doctrine and philosophy are not Jesus. They're men and women. And so I think we make a mistake in looking at their person and judging what they have to teach off of that. I would suggest another way after having gone through it and taught uh, uh, and taught through it and everything else. So, you know, it, I could look at Martin Luther and I could say, well, he was an anti-Semite. He was definitely misogynist. Therefore, Luther was wrong in his assessments. I could look at John Calvin, who was sorry, he was a prick. And he put Michael Servetus to death because Servetus disagreed with him on the ontology of God. And so I, you know, I would say John Calvin personally was a prick, therefore his doctrines are prickish and not to be trusted. I think I made an error in that way as well. Certainly we want people who claim to represent or speak for God to at least try and live up to the teachings of Christ. I mean, it's just kind of normal. Christ uh, was perfect, his teachings, therefore perfect. But if we start to assess the individual and we take the way we see them and we assign it to what they taught, we're making a mistake because all individuals are faulty. We recently had uh, uh, something happen in our world with Ravi Zacharias. Okay, Ravi Zacharias, in terms of what he taught, has an ingenious body of work that nobody ever criticized. Well, he dies and we find out the guy was like a moral reprobate. He's having sex with all these women. He's preying upon them in the name of Jesus and everything else. And the Christians come forward and say, he was bad, his teachings bad. I think it's a mistake 
because I don't think Ravi Zacharias and I don't think Billy Graham and I know me and I don't think any other person who speaks about religion is perfect. So if they have any defects and we use this logic, then everything they say should be considered wrong. It's a mistake in our thinking and how we view the world. I now see attacking the failures of religious leaders kind of a waste of time. And I think that we should just assess people by their love. What kind of selfless agape love did they personally exude for others around them? If they are committing adultery, they obviously aren't showing that sacrificial love to their spouse and people involved. So yeah, we can say that that person had difficulty with loving others and we might not respect them very much. But at the same time, we need to take what they teach and assess that separately. I think the commingling of the speaker and the message they have is just stupid. And I've done it. I've done it myself. And I've done it hypocritically because I'm not without sin. So what am I doing casting the first stone? So the, the, the way we assess people should be on one basis. How did they love sacrificially like Jesus did in his life? Robbie failed in that. Uh, Joseph Smith failed in that. Martin Luther failed in that. John Calvin failed in that. I fail in that. You fail in that. Okay, so, but we have mercy right? But then we take their doctrines and teachings and we judge them separately from the one who gives them, okay? And what do we, how do we judge those doctrines and teachings? Let me tell you something. In the same way, do their teachings, the doctrines they promote, do they lend to encourage and produce agape love in those who embrace them or do they not? And so with the person and with what they teach, love is the way we assess their teachings. For example, Joseph Smith, he taught that men should take other women to be wives. Now, Joseph Smith had moral problems. That's one thing. His teachings said take wives. Guess what? That's not loving. That's not a loving thing to a spouse or to family, children, and the other people involved. So we can see that his doctrine failed in producing love in those who adhere to it. And you can reject those doctrines. Brigham Young taught that uh, if you find a black man and a white woman together, you should take a javelin and drive it through their hearts. That is post-Jesus Christ overcoming sin and death for the world selflessly. That is wrong. That teaching's errant. So we can see, forget what Brigham was like as a person. His teachings don't lend to love. John Calvin, he had all kinds of teachings that were good, but he inserted uh, teachings that didn't show a God of love. He inserted teachings that he borrowed from Augustine that said God is despotic who likes, enjoys sending people to hell forever. That doesn't lend to a God who is love. And so all you have to do is break, instead of commingling the person and the teachings, look at them separately. When we look at Ravi Zacharias, we could say, yeah, Ravi had some issues. How were his teachings? Pretty darn good. Yeah, see? 
You see the difference? Are men and women hypocrites in the faith? We all are because none of us walk perfectly. So every teacher, every pastor, every priest, every reverend will have skeletons in their closet. And when we decide that they have to hold up some standard that's impervious to accusation in order for their teachings to be correct, we've set ourselves up for a failure. I just wanted to introduce this thinking to you this week to help you see that we don't assess things by the man or the woman. They're going to fail. But we assess what they teach by whether it produces agape love in other people's lives or not. Have a great week. We love you.